0: Migliori firme con sconti fino al 70% direttamente a casa tua. Ora si può con il servizio shopping da casa di McArthur Glen La Reggia Designer Outlet. Puoi acquistare le collezioni primavera estate comodamente dal tuo divano. Vai su LaReggiaDesignerOutlet.it. Contatta il tuo brand preferito e completa l'acquisto online. Le firme che ami, mai così vicine a te. This is Kim Meyer, host of Choose to Rise. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. And thank you for joining the Confessions of the Military Spouse podcast on whatever day it is that you are tuning in. Um, I am your host, Jenna Burt. I'm a military spouse of 10 years, a mom, a registered and certified dental assistant, and a certified phlebotomist. Again, I just want to take the time and say thank you for being here with me today. And if you find that anything in today's episode resonates with you, or if you know of someone else who might be interested in hearing today's episode, please share it. And as always, I appreciate any and all feedback. So if you would like to leave me some feedback, please feel free to email me at spouse at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at Confessions of a Military Spouse, Instagram at Confessions of a Mill Spouse, or at publichousemedia.org. So I am super excited for today's episode because since I started my podcast two years ago, I have been wanting to have a male spouse on my podcast. However, I knew that whenever I found this male spouse, it needed to be the perfect person um, because I do know a lot of male spouses that Um, aren't really involved in the spouse community, and I wanted someone who was involved, who was funny, and who kind of understood um, what it was like to actually be a military spouse. So without further ado, I am pleased to introduce Steve who is the host of Mr. Army Wife and Friends, which is a podcast, um, who is also a male military spouse. So thank you, Steve, for being here with me today.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. This is so much fun. Yes. I am so excited. So I actually was introduced to Steve through, um, another guest on my podcast. So this whole networking thing has been super, super amazing and I am super, super excited for it. Um, so Steve, go ahead and tell everybody, like, I'm just so excited to have him here. Um, go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about your story. Um, and you know, just jump right in.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I am Steve. I'm currently at Fort Knox in Kentucky, where my wife uh, is stationed, and we have been a military family for the past uh, 19 years. We joined back in May of 2001 uh, in order to pay off some student loans, and that was really the whole motivation behind it. We had gotten married about a year earlier and just didn't want to be in debt anymore and decided that uh, the Army was the right way to do it. So. In May of 2001, we went to basic training and in September of 2001, life got interesting for everybody. Um, and we decided to, uh, do our four years and get out and do what we had to do and then, uh, be done. And then after four years, I was definitely on the road out of the military and my wife came and said that she wanted to stay in the military. And so that's what she did. And it was, uh, a transition for me into a life that I never imagined that I would have because I never woke up in class or in the morning and said, I can't wait until I get to be a military spouse. It really <laughs> no,
0: that wasn't, that wasn't your lifelong dream.
1: No. And they don't teach that class in high school. Like they don't have classes for that. So I didn't even know it was a, it was a career possibility. For them. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of what happened and you know, and, I spent probably five or six years trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life after the military and dabbled in several dozen different ventures that never worked out. And then uh, one day I just woke up and said, Well, maybe I'm just going to be a mill spouse and I'm going to be the best mill spouse that I can be. And I learned how to fold a fitted sheet and make the bed (laughs) every day. And from then on, it was just. 100% uh, mill spouse life for me. So that was probably about 10 years ago.
0: (laughs) So 10 years and you've been rocking this mill spouse life.
1: I've been trying. I don't know if I've been rocking. I guess it kind of depends on which of the mill spouses or uh, soldiers you talk to (laughs) as to whether or not I've rocked it.
0: Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? So I am so curious what your perspective being a male military spouse is because, I mean, let's be honest, when you think of military spouse, you think of female. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: so one of the reasons that I wanted a male spouse on my show for so long was to know what that perspective is like. And I love that you are so involved.
1: Yeah. uh, I mean, I I think that, for me, the perspective is that these are just my friends. They are the people that I get to hang out with every day. And they are the people that I get to serve my community with. Um, almost every day we have different things going on. Certainly before this craziness that hit us in March, uh, you know, we had different sub clubs that we were going out with every week. And so from my perspective, it was just, It's almost like a job, but a job that you don't get paid for, uh, that (laughs) serves the community in a lot of different ways and gives me the opportunity to do things that I never thought I would get to do. And so from my perspective, the military spouses community is just a collection of people that are trying to serve their soldiers and do what they can, uh, for their families but at the same time are trying to make a difference in the world around them in their own way just as our soldiers sailors airmen marine coast guardsmen are making a difference in their way
0: That's if that awesome. makes any sense <clears throat> yeah absolutely i i actually love that perspective because um, it's kind of not what I was <laughs> expecting to be honest. What, um, were you
1: get, what were you expecting I was gonna say?
0: <laughs> I was expecting you to say, you know, there's so much drama. it's <laughs> oh, which I mean, come on, there has you have to know that there is is drama within the spouses,
1: but I you know i'm I'm a theater guy, so there's drama everywhere for me. Like it's just whatever I look at is there's drama, and there is, but I mean, you you didn't grow up in my family. There's a lot of drama there. I can handle <laughs> a little bit of drama, you know? No, I, no, I mean, I love my family. Everybody, good. good, good. <laughs>
0: disclaimer, disclaimer. Right? Uh,
1: no, I mean, th- certainly there is some level of drama in the spouse's community. I think I get to avoid some of that because I'm a guy. <laughs> um,
0: so I, true. You
1: know, I, like... I was told once, you know, you get away with a lot of stuff because you're the male spouse. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like,
0: (laughs) I think I I don't really know.
1: (laughs) But like, they're like, oh, Steve's idea didn't work. That's okay. He's just the male spouse. (laughs) He won't do it next time that way. But, you know, like I will. I don't know. It's yeah, it's weird. I just don't. I guess I don't see it as much as the ladies do or. I'm just not paying your attention, or maybe I'm just not smart enough to realize that it's drama. <laughs> I don't know.
0: No, honestly, I think it's probably the fact that you do kind of get that pass because you are that male. And the drama that happens, I feel, is very petty, like ridiculous stuff that any any male in the right mind would be like, just look at us and be like, Are y'all kidding me right now? Like, <laughs> is this what we're arguing about? I mean, it does
1: does make good comedy material sometimes yeah, and writing material it does. there was there was that show Army Wives on TV a few years ago now it's been and i mean that they have nothing on real like if military spouses would have written that show it would have been <laughs> 10 times better because we could have included some real you know real stuff in there that they definitely didn't
0: Absolutely include. Absolutely So, so- One of the questions that I have because we're on the subject is being the only or, well, I guess I should ask first, are there other male spouses like within your community? Uh,
1: There are a few. Yeah, we have, I have some, uh, some friends that uh, are involved in different aspects of things around here. Most of them are involved with their families uh, more than anything else. Um, But for the most part, I'm the only Spouse on the spouses club board. I'm the only one that attends a lot of the different events, but there are others who are around occasionally, and uh, even some of them are just stay at home dads, or not just stay at home, but that, but yeah, right. They do. Um, <laughs> they're stay at home dads or stay at home uh, husbands as well.
0: Okay. Yeah. The reason that I ask that is because as a male military spouse, being surrounded by all of these females. Um, <clears throat> like how does your wife handle you being around all of these females and how do these females spouses handle you being this involved?
1: Yeah. um, I, I can't really talk for the other spouses because, or for the other husbands and soldiers. Yeah. I can't really talk for them because I don't really ask them. I, you know, I'm very respectful if a spouse comes to me and says, Hey, I can't, I, you know, we, we, we don't really go out with the opposite gender for coffee or other things like that. I'm very respectful of that. That's not something that, you know, I'm not looking to hang out with people who just don't want to hang out, um, <laughs> you know. Uh, but as far as my wife goes, I think that, you know, she just has come to see that this is kind of my happy place and that I love doing what I do with the military spouses. I love serving the community. And, uh, I, you know, she doesn't want to take that away from me. Plus, it's beneficial for me to be busy and be involved. And, you know, and she definitely she's friends with a lot of them, too. So, um, you know, she definitely has met most of them, I think. And and, uh, you know, she's around all her soldiers all the time, too. So.
0: Right. Which, yes, of course, um, <laughs> because I think that's something that a lot of people forget, you know, when opposite genders are around you know because we think okay there's this male spouse and this all-female spouse club but this female is around mostly males you know Mm -hmm. because at work I know like especially with let's say my husband's unit it's a primarily male dominant unit Um, But there are females. And so I just always wondered as a male spouse, like what your significant other thought with you being so involved. And I love that she's supportive. You know, it's just, you know, like you support her, obviously being in the military. And I love that she supports you doing what you're doing. I
1: think we're in a different stage in our life as well. I think if it had been this way where I had been involved when we were married for a year or two. Uh, And I had been involved in spouses clubs with young spouses and things like that. I think it would be a little bit different, but we've been married for 20 years. Our marriage is about the two of us. It's not about the other spouses or about the other soldiers. It's about us and we trust each other. And, you know, we've been through 20 years worth of deployments and, and, you know, everything that goes on in a marriage and with families and everything like that. So, um, you know, our marriage is about us and that's kind of, where we leave it. You know, I love that. We don't really prescribe to anything else, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. And I think it's very true. My husband and I, um, we're coming up on our 10 year wedding anniversary. And I definitely think back to like when we started. So he had been in for five years whenever we got married, but I definitely think back to our beginning years. And, you know, I think it's, it it does. I think a lot of it comes with time and age and things like that, because I know we are definitely in a different place 10 years later than we were when we first started out. So mm-hmm. I think that's huge. I think age and maturity and all of that just comes with time.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And you just change as people. You're not the same person. I I can't speak for everybody, but I am not the same person. <laughs> I was 20 years ago, you know, my, my plan 20 years ago is so far (laughs) different from where I am now that I couldn't even imagine trying to, you know, make up this life that I live And, and you can't do it. And everybody changes and we all go through those changes. And, you know, Heather and I have done a very good job of navigating those changes with each other, both as individuals and as a couple.
0: And that's, that's awesome, especially in a military world. I mean, it's hard enough, you know, navigating life and changes and everything like that just in a regular world, but then you have the military on top of it. And I, I think that is a task in itself.
1: I almost think that it works better because it's a military life. I don't know if we were still home living where we were living and close to family and close to, you know, a stru- different structures that we had in place at the time. I don't know if we would, uh, if, if we would have been able to navigate it the same way.
0: That's an interesting perspective One I never really thought about, but it does make sense. Um, I think a lot of, I think about a lot of people from my hometown that, um, you know, kind of get stuck there. And I think about that as well. You know, I always say if I would have never left my hometown, I definitely don't think I'd be where I am now. So, that's a very interesting perspective, and I've never really thought about it like that until now.
1: Well, there you go. I like bringing in perspective.
0: Yes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your podcast. We you can do that. <laughs> um, okay. When did you start your podcast? Uh.
1: Well, thanks. Uh, COVID. I. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's uh, so. I had. I had had the idea to do a podcast for years. I am a. I am a creative, that's what I call myself. I'm a creative guy. I like doing plays, I've written plays, I've acted in musicals, and I just love writing and doing different things that uh, give me an outlet for that creativity. And so I had thought of doing a podcast for years, I just didn't know what I wanted to do or how I wanted to do it. Um, And I didn't know about certain things that were out there that could lend themselves to doing the podcast. And so when the spouses club couldn't meet anymore and we started doing things on Zoom, like having coffee together on Zoom or book club on Zoom or whatever it was, I was like, I can record Zoom? Wait a minute, this might be really cool. And so I then I was like, I want to have my friends on because for me, the one most important thing about this lifestyle and about being a military spouse is the relationships that I've made with other military spouses. I love them and there are spouses of all all kinds out there that i have (laughs) met that i just love to death and it's you know every temperament every attitude everything that you can imagine i am friends with so many of them and i just wanted to showcase them and and bring their lives to the forefront so that's why i came up with mr army wife and friends i don't think it would have worked two or three years ago when i thought of the idea i think this was the perfect moment to start it um And so I just bring together three of my friends that have never met. These are all three different people from different time periods in my life, different duty stations and things like that. So none of them have ever met before. On each episode, they come on and they uh, just talk about their lives and their experiences, and then uh, we talk about an article uh, that is current event, a current events article. We talk about that, Um, and then we uh, have some adjectives that describe. Uh, military spouses and we're just going through the alphabet so like this week I recorded O uh, and Oscar which you know, <laughs> military phonetic alphabet Oscar stands for and so we've got uh, four great words for the letter O that describe military spouses um, and it's just we'll just keep going until I'm done with the alphabet and that'll be the end of season one and then I got to figure out something new for season two I guess.
0: That's amazing. I was just going to ask. So what's season two going to be based on?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I actually have this idea that um, I want to meet some new friends. So what I might do is invite one of my friends and then ask them to invite a friend that I don't know. And then we'll just kind of do the same kind of thing. But in, you know, I'll get to meet some new people and make some new friends, which I love to do.
0: I know. I will say that's one thing that I love about podcasting is that I have been able to meet so many new people and it's just been, you know, connections from other people. Like my neighbor introduced me to somebody that I had on my show. And then my last interview introduced me to you. So it's, you know, been amazing to have all of these people come together and meet all of these new friends. But not actually meet them in person.
1: Yeah. I had a whole episode where the three ladies were ladies that were my friends on either Instagram or Facebook, but I had never met them in person before.
0: Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: One of them, (laughs) one of them has a podcast that I'd listened to and we had become friends talking about podcasts. One of them met my wife somewhere and then was just interested in different things that I was doing. And so she friended me on facebook like four years ago and we have never met but we've talked a few times and so she was on it and then the third one was a friend of a friend who, and they play tennis together down at fort bliss and uh i don't know we just started talking fitness stuff or something i don't know this was like a year and a half ago and those three were on and it's the second most listened to episode it is amazing how uh, <laughs> it's a great episode so yeah that is uh, so cool we just meet friends everywhere including online
0: yeah it's very true and especially with this day and age and you know covid Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) it's we are lucky enough to have that opportunity
1: oh yeah for sure and i think that covid you know for all of the horribleness that it is it is bringing people together a little bit more in some ways especially in some communities and it's giving us alternatives and it's, you know, making us think outside of the box on how to connect with people when we're not supposed to be connecting with people.
0: Yeah, I always say, you know, because I'm obviously.
1: Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. <laughs> the owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance up. Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Working, and I work as a general assistant, I always say that if I wasn't working and did not have that adult interaction, like, I would probably lose my mind. Because I don't think that I like I have always said I'm not meant for like stay at home life. I'm just not. And I think that's one of the things that drew me to my career was the fact that I did get to have interaction with people every single day. As lame as that sounds, it's
1: true. I'm perfectly suited for stay at home life because this is where the refrigerator and the TV (laughs) are.
0: that's true I have a refrigerator at work and 95% of the time and this is no joke if my doctor cannot find me I'm either in my little cubby eating a snack or I'm in the break room in the refrigerator getting something to eat yeah and he knows that he knows if I'm not around those are the two places he can go
1: I understand I yeah I know where both of those things are in my house at all times the refrigerator (laughs) and the tv I'm good
0: absolutely absolutely (laughs) for sure so I know that you are pretty involved in the spouse community. So what are Mm -hmm. some of the things that you are involved in within your spouse community? Uh,
1: So I've done a few different things over the years. Um, uh, I'm currently the first vice president for the spouses club here at Fort Knox. Last year, I was the second vice president. I've also served on the um, spouses club at Fort Stewart. Uh, So I'm a big believer in spouses clubs, and I did not used to be. Um, I really did not think that there would be anything there for me specifically as a male military spouse, but when you go and you get in charge, you can just make it have things for you so they uh there's a bourbon sub club here now because I just wanna drink bourbon <laughs> that's amazing
0: day. though
1: <laughs> right, and so, like tomorrow uh Tuesday morning, we're going on a distillery tour in Bardstown Kentucky and it'll be me and uh actually another male military spouse is going and a couple of a uh, couple of the ladies and we're just gonna go and get breakfast and then go drink bourbon at 11 o'clock in the morning because I can. mean
0: right? right why not
1: exactly and uh so you know I big believer in the spouses club other things I've done Fort Lee actually had a community theater on post and so I got involved with the community theater there uh did a few shows for them um as an actor. Uh, and then I did the same thing in Georgia. I was part of a community theater in the local town. It was not, um, it wasn't on post, but I do believe in getting involved in the communities as well. And then, uh, the museums on post pretty much every army post has a museum of some type, uh, here at Fort Knox, it is the Patton museum. Um, but I've been on the boards, uh, the, I've done education for the quartermaster museum and the women's museum, which I loved and the frontier museum at Fort Leavenworth. And, uh, so, you know, I just get involved that way. And then whenever there's a ball, I love to, you know, rent a tux and get dressed up and go. And whenever we have parties or anything like that, that Heather needs me to be at, I am 100% on board with being wherever she needs me to be at whatever time she needs me to be there. That's
0: amazing yeah. So you said that, um, you weren't a big believer in spouse's clubs, but what initially, initially changed your mind about that and, you know, kind of drove you to maybe explore that option and and see what they were about.
1: I got tricked
0: (laughs) straight up. I got tricked. (laughs) I did.
1: This isn't, so this isn't a lie. So I moved to Fort Stewart, Georgia. Um, and, I found out that a play I wrote about military spouses and pregnancy, which is hilarious because Heather and I don't have any kids. um, A play I wrote was going to be performed in Richmond Hill, Georgia. And the one thing they told me is you have to find a venue because we don't have a venue. And I was like, all right, that's not a problem. So I went to a few places looking for a venue. And one of the places I went, the lady who worked there Called the Spouses Club president and said, "Hey, I have this military spouse who is a writer and a director, and he just came in here looking for a place. He might be, he might be able to do what you are looking to do next year for the Spouses Club." And so she called me like 20 minutes after I had left this place, um, and said, "Hey, we're looking for a director to do like a murder mystery lunch for our luncheons, and would you be willing to meet with us?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, any kind of." creative thing I can do. Why not? So I went to lunch with them the next day. And by the end of the lunch, they were like, you know, you've been really good at planning all of the luncheons. You don't need (laughs) to plan. You don't just need to do this one show. You need to do all of the luncheons. And I'm like, no, you don't want me to be a part of the spouses club. I'm really not a spouses club guy. I don't think that's a good idea. And you know, it's probably not my thing. And she said, no, no, you'll be great. I I can't believe we're going to, we're definitely going to have to have pull you in and everything. And I was like, I really don't think I said, let me think about it, but I really don't think that'd be a good idea. And uh, she called me or she wrote me an email like two hours later and said that she had just talked to the general's wife and that she was totally on board with me coming on (laughs) as the second vice president. And I'm like-
0: (laughs) But wait, (laughs) that's not what I said.
1: (laughs) My wife is going to work for this general and now you've told his wife that I'm gonna be coming on board. And I kind of felt like, well, I can't say no now. Like, <laughs>
0: right?
1: like I can't be the guy that says no to the general's wife, because that's basically what I thought it was. Turns out I probably could have said no and it would have been okay, but uh I was glad I didn't because I made some I met a lot more friends than I ever would have at that location. Um and I just found it to be it's part of the community that is underutilized and it is It's full of people that want to be involved and want to make this life as much as they can. And that's hard to find sometimes. Um, And when I see spouses on Facebook groups saying, I can't find any friends. I sit home all day. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. Find your spouse's club. Just look. They are there. Stand outside of the building and say, are you a spouse? Please, can I, <laughs> because I guarantee you, you will be able to find friends. I mean, I found friends. If I can find friends, anybody can find friends. Uh, so, you know, get involved in the spouses club. It just changed my mind so much about the the importance of them and, and how 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 much good they can do on military installations, especially, you know, we need all the support we can get sometimes. And those ladies okay. are definitely the ones that are supportive and want of
0: absolutely and is oh, there yeah. drama
1: yes it's drama there's people involved
0: <laughs> but it's good comic relief sometimes for me i mean i think it's <laughs> good comic relief for everybody sometimes
1: it, i mean it can be and everybody gets over it i mean i don't get along with everybody but we get over it right you know
0: right well and i mean you kind of have to like you guys are kind of a little bit stuck together for at least a while
1: yeah yeah sometimes but the other great thing about it is you get over it because in two years or less, you're out. <laughs> yep,
0: you're moving. has gone. You're not going to see
1: that person again. They're going yep. somewhere else. You're going somewhere else. It's fine.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I know. I um, told, so one of the higher-ups in my husband's unit is trying to get all of the spouses together within our unit for, you know, just get togethers and functions and getting to know everybody. And she called me and was, you know, talking to me prior to doing all of this. And and I told her, this is the first time that I've ever been in a unit or my husband, I guess, has ever been in a unit where I have known any of the other spouses. Um, Normally the FRG, which is like the person in charge of, functions, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, is a Marine that was assigned to do it that doesn't really have an interest in it. And so the effort to get these spouses together and do these things isn't really there. So I was so excited when this girl reached out to me and said, Hey, this is what I'm wanting to do. Like, what do you think? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I think it's the greatest idea ever. (laughs) Like we ended up probably having a 45 minute conversation because I told her, I said, I've been doing this for 10 years and this is the first time I've ever had the opportunity to meet other spouses um, in a group setting from my, my husband's unit. I joined the kickball team this year simply to meet other spouses within the unit.
1: Yeah, we played kickball one year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on that? Because that was not like Actually, a very.
1: So I played twice. I played two years in a row. The first year, I was over three hundred pounds, and everybody got injured. Like we just kicked the ball, and as soon as you kicked the ball the first time, you were just you your quad seized up. <laughs> Some girl broke her toe. Like the oh ambulance... my god! Oh yeah, ambulances had to come out for the seat. It was it was chaos. And then the second year, I lost a bunch of weight, and I was in much better shape and played a lot better and felt a lot better about myself. But that first year, oh my gosh, we all got injured, everybody was hurt it was It was terrible.
0: well, so. our first year um was this past spring, and we got to play one game oh, a no. game that a game that I actually missed because we were at home for family reasons. And yeah, they got to play one game and then COVID happened. Perfect. So here I am. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm yeah. going to join this kickball team. I'm going to make friends with spouses in the unit. And, and then it yep. gets shut down.
1: Now, do you guys have a spouses club?
0: <clears throat> you know, to be 100% honest, I don't know. Uh-huh. I do not know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I know.
1: Wait, I know. You're, at, you're at Paris Island?
0: Um, we're actually at the air station.
1: What is that? I should know um, that considering I used to live down there.
0: So Paris Island is the recruit depot and then there's an air station as well.
1: But it's all right there.
0: Yeah. It's all within the same area. Yeah. Yeah. Paris
1: Island Spouses Club. Google. Amazing. Is there one? <laughs> That's what it says. They don't have their websites not on, but yeah. See?
0: See? Wait. I don't I am interested to know though.
1: Paris Island Spouses Club now accepting applications.
0: You have to wait. You have to apply to be in these spouses clubs?
1: No, no. They have, oh, they, so you can apply to be on the board of the spouses club and then they will have applications go out for scholarships and community grants. Because one of the great things about spouses clubs, most of them, is that they are 501c3 nonprofit organizations and they give away sp- uh, scholarships to military spouses and military children and they give out community grants. To organizations outside of Post that work in the community, so um, like here at Fort Knox, I think we gave away like thirty-four thousand dollars last year in scholarships and grants, and that you know, and different clubs give away different amounts, obviously. But Fort Stort has a spouses' club, I know, and it does look like Paris Island does too.
0: Wow! Yeah. See, I'm just learning something new every single day.
1: Well, that's the idea. <laughs> to try and learn something new so but yeah i mean i would you know find them and see what they've got going on because i'm sure they're struggling to try and figure out this whole covid thing too we all are and we're all doing creative things we're doing drive-through super signups right now we have a virtual auction going on uh because the event that we were supposed to have a live auction and a silent auction and a big event and it got canceled uh two days before the event so you know we're just doing it all virtually now and doing a lot of different things virtually in order to try and keep going do what we can
0: exactly i mean that's all you can do right yeah. now given given the situation with everything
1: oh yeah for sure
0: well <laughs> i don't think i have any other questions for you really? is there any i know i know i probably will as soon as we hang up i'll probably text you and be like hey by the way <laughs>
1: You certainly can can text or talk to me anytime you need to, and anybody can. I am, like I said, I'm a house husband. I do meal prep, and you know Heather does not go hungry. That's for sure. Uh, and uh, I do the spouses club stuff, but I am definitely tied to my phone and to my computer a lot. So
0: yes, I can, can tell you. If please. anybody wants
1: any male perspective on anything, just give me a call or give me a text or find me on Facebook. Whatever you
0: want to do. And I can tell you he is very responsive to his messages, unlike myself. (laughs) Like, I'm not even going to lie. I'm the worst.
1: Here's the thing. Everybody wonders why that is, and it's really simple. It's very easy. I don't have children. Fair enough. And so since I don't have children, I can get my notifications right away. And (laughs) if I don't follow through on them, I won't. So I just follow through on.
0: Well, I can personally say thank you for that. Um, coming from someone who is not very good at that. I mean, I'll have messages sitting in my, and I don't part of it too. I get so many notifications during the course of a day. I had to turn my notifications off because I have my watch linked to my phone. And when I'm at work, I'm with patients and it's literally going off. Right. And so I had to turn my notifications off because I needed to know. The only notification I needed to know was if something was wrong with my daughter at daycare. Right. So I had to turn my notifications off, but then I feel horrible because I'll go in and I'll see someone has sent me a message. Like that went to my others folder on Instagram, like four days ago. And I'm like, Uh, Oh my God.
1: Yeah. You just never know, I guess. But I mean, you know, work responsibility comes
0: first. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes that darn adult responsibility, it's just got to be in the way, right?
1: Yeah. I don't like it. I don't do it. <laughs> no.
0: no, you have a lot of responsibility with all that you have going on. So you can't do, even I say. Don't.
1: I do, but I make it into playtime if I can.
0: I, I could see that from you. Absolutely. Yeah. As
1: much as possible. We make it into playtime as much as we can. We have a lot of fun. And, I'm you know, and that's one of the best ways to get through this life is to figure out how to make it fun and how to make it enjoyable for everybody involved. And we do.
0: I, I can imagine that. And I'm sure the spouses that get to experience that with you, just they have to have so much fun and they have to love spouse life. I mean,
1: <laughs> they, most of them do. There are people who don't really understand the whole Mr. Army wife thing. Because I do walk around and call myself Mr. Army Wife and, you know, I trademarked it because, you know, nobody else is using that. Or they can pay me. Um,
0: (laughs) Right? They can pay me a lot of money if they want to. But
1: there are some spouses that are like, Mr. Army Wife, that's really, who, what? That's weird. And I'm like, yeah, I'm weird. What do you want?
0: Uh, But I love that you embrace it because, I mean, you could, so many people could just... You say a lot of mean things about it. And I love the fact that you just embraced it. You're like, this is my life. I'm embracing it. It is what it is. Like it or leave it.
1: Yeah, you have to embrace it. You just kinda have to embrace whatever comes at you because if you don't, it's you know, it'll eat you alive. I I'm never I'm never not looking for the positive. I always think there's positive in any situation, whether or not I like where we are, whether or not I'm thrilled with what's going on in any aspect of it, there's always positive.
0: Absolutely. That's one thing that I have <clears throat> started learning over the years. It took me a long time to realize it. But when you look at it like that, it definitely does make a difference.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. You have to.
0: Yes, absolutely. This will eat
1: you alive. And this life is not kind sometimes, but if you can make it positive and find the people in your life that help you make it positive, man, you can make it through. 20 years has flown by. 19 and was- a half. Right? I was going
0: to say, 20 years is a long time. Like, and especially when, you know, people think military, it's, it's interesting because I tell people, you know, my husband's been in for 15 years, like, we have five ish years left. And everybody's like, Oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe you, you know, stayed in that he stayed in that long. And you've lived this life that long. And they kind of get like a disgusted look on their face. And I'm like, really, like, we've been able to move all over the place. On Not Our Dime, like I've made some of the best friends that I have in my life from being at these different places. Um, my career personally right now is at the best it's ever been. Like, there's just so many positive things about it. But I think people tend to focus on the negative. And 20 years, if you're focusing on the negative, is definitely a long time.
1: It is. I'm more, I'm more worried about what's going to happen when we're not in the military anymore at this point. Yeah. Because I've got this all figured out. So
0: <laughs> He's like, but no, I have this figured out and this to. is my life now. <laughs> Honey,
1: you retired two years ago. Where are we going to move now? We have to move. Why are we not moving? We have to go somewhere else. And she's going to be like, no, this is our forever home. And I'm going to be like, I don't understand what that means. That's- right. I
0: don't understand those words. Mm-mm, I can't no. do
1: that. So, But it'll be fine. And I'll find the positive in that situation as well when it comes to it
0: absolutely well when it comes that time we're gonna have to do a follow-up podcast so we can talk about what life is like outside of being mr army wife
1: oh my gosh i i can't even imagine i don't know i'm not gonna start thinking about it i don't even want to start thinking about it
0: i don't blame you i i i do i i think about not thinking about it as well because the military life is pretty much the only thing that my husband and i have known as well and you know It's it's a scary thing to think about that everything you've known for the last twenty plus years is now just poof gone.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll uh I yeah, I don't wow. No. No. (laughs) Just no. No. Just no. Not thinking about it.
0: (laughs) I don't blame you. I'm right there with you. So Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. Anytime. Um I have thoroughly enjoyed having you on and I hope to have you back on um at a later date as well just chit-chat and talk about military south life.
1: Yeah, whenever you uh whenever you want, I'm uh I got my TV and I got my fridge. Other than that, we <laughs> will be good to go.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you again so much for being here with me. And um, I'm sure that my listeners are going to enjoy as well.
1: Great. I hope that they will uh, tune in and uh, tune into to Mr. Army Wife and Friends and find me as well.
0: Yes, absolutely. friend it's your home speaking and i need some favors could you turn on some of the lights in the basement um i'm scared of the dark also this one is easy could you bundle your home and car insurance with geico so we could save money last thing just a suggestion could you steam clean the carpets i need a spa day geico for bundling made easy go to geico.com today